It's so funny because I was I was just about to casually like start tweeting about the Smash World Tour, and then Charles messaged me like, "Uh, are we doing the podcast?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> What are you doing? Bro, I'm so excited. I get to talk about how turbo br 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 broken this character. Bro, did y'all see that move? It came out mad fast. It was like like a twirl. Which character? Pyra, actually. Hold on. The Nair, where it's like zoomed in on her? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was a neutral air, but there's another one that also looks like a neutral air. Yeah, I, I can't tell. I don't. I just call them moves. I'm like, yo, that move? Yeah. That looks broken. Dude, like, who cares, like, what move it is? Yeah. At that, the moment. That, that upward hitting move? That joint look broken. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Like, for some reason, people are always arguing over the wrong thing every time. <laughs> like, they're like, ah, oh, I think this move is side B, not down B. And it's like, can we talk about the move? When are we going to talk <laughs> about the move? <laughs> Every time, dude. They're like, uh, if you look at the sparkles and the dust cloud, I would say that it's actually <laughs> diagonal downwards on the C stick. Yeah, like, but that, that, like, is that roll that activates the four? I don't care what it is. <laughs> That's just broken. Exactly. Like, <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. I mean, like, obviously, when you're talking about it, like, your brain just instantly goes, like, like I saw the up, the kind of fast up hitting move on the ground. I was like, "Oh yeah, her up tilt," and I was like, "Oh, it might not be her up tilt." But yeah, like... dude, I I started to like go. I started to get into this mindset. I think yesterday while I was practicing, like towards the end, I was like, "Wait, what if their switch is like their air dodge or like their rolls and spot dodge? Like, what if it's their dodges and it switches them, and you like have to?" That's what I was thinking. Dude, I, I, that like, would make um, so much sense for a new DLC mechanic character, right? I actually, but like, okay. But then would that, that would mean their air dodge is really fucking good. Because <laughs> it right, looks but good. Then like, but like, how? what's the rate of the diminishing? That's yeah. like, I'll, I would be like, is that the way they're going to kind of balance it? Where like the first couple ones are like OD strong. And then like, if you spam it too much, it's like, because Switch, yeah. you can spam it and it doesn't matter. You don't get a diminishing return on it, right? But so it's like maybe that's a way of them gonna be balancing it, or maybe they just said fuck it and we're gonna make a DLC switch. Like yeah, I, it, I, I would have we... if I had to pick, I'm saying it's just like a a, an, a move. But like I right, thought that would right. be interesting. There, there's a chance of that, a slim chance of that being a thing. I I like how we just insta started talking about. Like, yeah, we didn't even like, yeah, people, oh, wait, we didn't even start yet. People we aren't even ready. Well, but. Honestly, I'd rather I'd rather have it be a move. Yeah, because if it's just like an air dodge or a roll or something, okay, it means they get a, another potential chance at a broken move. There's like there's a couple things I like need to know information about, and it's it's the for pirates the move where she throws her sword. Yo, I just need to know everything about that. And for Mithra, it's like most things, um, but it's. <laughs> It's like that. It's like that shulk upy looking thing. That's what I need to know about. Where like mm. she does like the upy into like the projectiles. Yeah. I want to know the every detail about the upy, like if she can just act in general or like what. And then I want to know about that projectile thing. I want to know if you can do a quick uncharged projectile. 
That's what I want to see. <laughs> if I can be playing like Akuma, then that'd be nice. Right. Because there's no projectile like that. There really isn't. Like that diagonal, like approaching. The closest thing I can think of is Banjo Egg. Bro, is there a oh, way to... Oh, T-Jolt, kind of. <laughs> T-Jolt. See, and it's broken. And it's broken. Oh, let me move my, my mic. I feel like Foresight is just Bayo's air dodge and roll. Yeah, I think Foresight is just bats within. That joint look like DLC bats within. Yeah, DLC bats, bats within. within. DLC. That's what? That's the DLC DLC. Pikachu really is Akuma? Yeah, it kind of just clicked in my head when I said that. But yeah, I think it's like, obviously it's hard to say, but like everyone wants opinions, right? For the most part. Yeah. But like, just from the little information that we do know, I feel like it's definitely a potential to be a top five character. Just like, <laughs> just like the the switch itself. Just, you're you're introducing a very like strong mechanic into the game. Like just very over the top, overloaded. Like and yeah. then, and to me, another thing that's like very like concerning for me. Like I, I mean, I. I don't want them to not be good, right? Um, yeah. Obviously, you're going to be biased for the currency. Like, like I want Sephiroth to be broken. So it's like, if he had, like, concerning mechanics, like, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd just be like, okay, sick. Sephiroth's even better. Like, that's <laughs> super cool. It's kind of like Smash 4 Cloud. When Smash 4 Cloud dropped, I was, like, looking at his Nair and stuff. Remember, like, when people were saying um, uh -oh. Smash 4 Cloud dropped, and then they were like, oh, dude, I, I think Ike's just better Cloud. And I'm like... That's true, what? bro. That's true. No. And then you won a tournament. Right. And then... The first week. It's like, and then, uh, what do you call that? But yeah, it's like, Pyra is supposed to be the slower slash stronger one, right? Yes, this and is what I was talking about. And then I looked at her moves, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> these moves don't really look that slow. It, they so, look fast, and then Mithra is just all frame one. Okay. Right, like, that's, that's to me, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, the man, thing is, the reason good. why, like, we're all saying, like, top five minimum, just, like, based on what we see, is, like, that's just... How little of a cash all these things have and also how many broken mechanics he already has from what we've seen like mm -hmm. that is something else i think like it's like okay pt switch is a very interesting very good mechanic <laughs> but there's like a lot of catches to it and then they give it to pyro and mithra and it's like i see only pluses yep and then they i see bats within and i'm like okay i i this looks really like they already have the switch they it's like you it's like oh you can do like this bats within mechanic or you can switch on reaction and punish them it's like question mark and then it's like yeah i don't, I don't know i see no i see no flaws like i saw pyro's area mobility like it looks fine and then it's like okay well mithra is obviously going to be fine too she's just faster so like so everyone, wonder... everyone's like the first glance is like okay, one's slow and strong, and another one's fast and weak, and it's like okay, oh. what I see is one's strong, and one's <laughs> really fast. So I'm pretty sure both of them are gonna just be killing you. Right now, I, um, I don't know if we were live when we were talking about the air dodge thing, but there's a slim possibility, very slim. Um, this is more just like a theory from you know from all of us, but it's like what if the switch mechanic is their like air dodge and 
Um, I, I actually think this would make the character worse because air dodging and stuff like that is a diminishing return and you would also be able to force them to switch, right? Like, so say if, like, it's low percent and it's like, I, I'm i comboing you, you force a defensive option and now, like, you're not Mithra anymore, you're Pyra, so your moves are a little slower or whatnot, right? So I actually think it's way better if it's, like, just a down B or a special move. Um, it's probably, like, 99% chance that it's a special move because usually... Yeah, I think we already trailers, saw the rolls and stuff, so... Right, well, usually on those trailers, they show all the special moves off. So if if it was an air dodge or like a roll or anything like that that switched you, um, or spot dodge, like that means they didn't show one special move in the trailer, and that's just like not Nintendo. Usually yeah. Nintendo, when they show a character for the first time, like the special moves is usually what defines a character. Like in terms of just like uh, usually a lot of the moves they pull from their games and stuff like that, like all like the flashy shit, right? So yeah, that's that's what I was saying defining. when I was like analyzing the trailer. Like there's these moves where it's like this crazy, like super slow, really cinematic special move and i'm like right now i do not care about these <laughs> i care about these like crazy aerials and all these crazy mechanics but like you can't really say much about the crazy multi-hit kind of like sephiroth charged up b like i saw a lot of moves like that and it's like okay like unless these moves have like some sort of uncharged variant or like more stuff to it like i'm not too interested but like there's like the couple special moves where i'm like okay this looks really crazy like Pyra like throws her sword and it's like PK fire and then like she starts moving while they're getting hit and it's like okay like well she doesn't have her sword so like what can she do right now yeah right and, it's, and right. there's also like, like, that, like and she went and like grabbed her sword move or do yeah. you automatically move right like these are all questions yeah. where it's just like we need to know there's there's so much we don't know about the character but it's just like the fact that I a lot of us feel like the character's gonna be strong and we know very little about it that it's already kind of just like a signal of just like the things we did see are yeah. like very very strong if we if we're all kind of like on the same page in terms of like wow this character looks really strong that means whatever tools we did see it's like holy shit this is crazy and like obviously everyone's talking about the switch and i feel like maybe maybe not everyone in the chat knows exactly like why it's so good or why keeping your air drift in a switch is so good it's like um with with pt switch obviously is frame one but one PT switch like it takes longer for the character to come out. So one, it's just easier to react to, right? We don't know if Pyramid or Switch is going to be frame one. Um, it might be like frame three or something. It might be the same. And even if it is a frame three move, that's still better than an air dodge, right? Yeah. So it's still broken. But if it's frame one, then we're talking like, holy shit, this is like, you're. It's very hard for you to, your character to have something like that. A switch that's frame one, you keep your air drift, right? So it's like. I am going to avoid this move. I'm going to turn intangible, move to a different location, which is like one of the reasons why Min Min is so good. You're able to like do something and move after, right? Like whenever you have that option of like going intangible or throwing out an attack and then moving like right after or during the attack or, you know, defensive option, that's really strong. No matter what, that's strong and it makes the reversal potential like really, really good. Even like being able to set it up aggressively where I like go into you. Like this is, you're never going to see a PT try to like, set up their switch offensively it's just not going to happen right it's like too much of a risk because it's too slow but with this with how little lag like imagine if your pirate like mithra right boom 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 combo right and you think they're going to swing down on you or whatever like reversal you can go into them switch through their attack and then now your mithra into like a smash attack or into like some kind of like move that's stronger right like now you're you're opening up offensive capabilities because you're able to drift out or drift in with this move and that's something like pt had 
you're never going to see that from PT. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, literally the best PTs in the skulls, like, obviously can can, can confirm like <laughs> switches a very overrated move in my opinion um i think at the very early lifespan like the first like six month meta like everyone was raving about switch it was so crazy like and i think that was more so because our knowledge of the game was so shit right like everyone just like tried to do their bread and butters but they didn't know like which characters they had to respect frame one options out of and then once everyone started learning that like oh like this isn't true on pt like i bait here i bait here i bait here and then it's just kind of like yeah you know what i mean yeah, the thing about PT Switch is you, you don't keep your momentum, and you already had very little to begin with. Um, and a lot of characters, especially like top tiers, they can do their bread and butter, right? And they can go for the next part of their bread and butter, whether you switch or not. And if it hits, cool. And if you switch, they, since they're probably, like, if you're playing against a top tier, they can probably hit you anyways, like, after whiffing. Um, that situation happens a lot, and then there's the like the more common situations where you get hit harder because they baited it. Um, so it's like it's really hard. Like the risk reward is just so out of your favor, but it's also like you don't have much of a choice a lot of the time. But with Pyra and Mithra, it's so crazy because it's like a it's like it's like a similar idea, but like the air mobility is there. So it's so much crazier that you would probably be able to true combo offensively with a switch in the middle. Um, that's how fast this happens. With PT, it's not like you do a Squirtle combo, a switch to Ivysaur, and you're true comboing. But, like, this is how much better the Pyra and Mithra switch is. Um, like, for example, I can guarantee right here, right now, there's going to be some sort of Pyra combo because of the extra hit lag and damage that switches to Mithra for a true combo just because of how much faster her frame data and speed is. I can guarantee there's going to be at least a couple of those. And that's just and even like, vice versa. And vice versa, like, it's possible too. Mithra like hit into like, oh, I'm gonna switch to Pyra, so this this follow up like doesn't just hit you, like it kills you. Yeah, exactly. That's like le- like a lot less likely, but it's still extremely possible from what we've seen. Um, but yeah, like it's it's just crazy how much stuff I'm seeing. That's like, I think that's like what I guess what Smash Ultimate's coming to because like there's so many characters and there's so so much stuff has been introduced that a lot of mechanics are being recycled and like kind of reimagined or like moves are being recycled or reimagined like pyro and mithra is kind of just like the best of every world right now it's like these are mechanics that were new at one point but we like polished them up and gave them to this character and they have like multiple of them so it's like geez like this character seems really broken (laughs) and a lot of people are like they're like Oh yeah, but maybe they'll have like a bad recovery, like doesn't matter, something like that. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. And you can see in the trailer, like if you check Mithra's aerial drift, it's insane. Yeah, like, there's the part in the trailer you see it, and you're like, oh, all right, well they got the air drift, they can recover like Chrome or they got the switch, like, they got the switch, which is like essentially a second air dodge off stage. Exactly. Like, you know how you can use your like air dodge to live in like the top right corner, like you you can do that, and, and then still people, have an air dodge. Yeah, you most people are like, uh-huh. all right, they're dead. This they're like. Ah oh, snap! What if they swing, or what if they air dodge because they switch? Like, <laughs> but, and and or you switch into directional air dodge to ledge. Like I'm gonna yeah. use the switch as my yeah, intangibility, sure. and then use the directional air dodge recovery, like vice versa. Like the amount of options that just opens up on the table, right? Like yeah. Also, like what if one of them has like a particularly bad recovery? What if the other one doesn't? You can easily switch into an up B, and it's like there's no difference. 
to like if you didn't switch like that's how yeah. like less that's how non-committal the switch is right yeah. and th- and then there's layers to it because like cause you're playing against somebody and like if they one has a good up b and one has a bad up b right you're like okay well are they going to switch to this yeah. one for the bad up b or are they just going to let it rock and you're like thinking about like seven different things and then so they're they back on the ledge gonna... yeah exactly so it's like even if one of them have a good recovery already combined with like the aerial drift that we've seen like I I currently don't see any downsides to the character. Yeah, exactly. Like, unless all their moves are, like, negative 5,000 on shield, which I doubt is the case. Yeah, why would that be a thing? Yeah. It looks insane. They they look insane. It it all looks so fun and interesting, too. Because, like, once again, these are mechanics that are really interesting and fun that are already in the game, and they're just polished up, and they're just, like... You know, they they already have they have like multiple of them. Like one interesting thing I saw was it looks like Mithra has like the same normals, but maybe smaller and faster. But then some of them look very similar in size too. Like some of them are very noticeably smaller, and then some of them aren't. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It could mm-hmm. be just my eyes like playing tricks on me, and they could all be smaller. That move where she swung forward on the ground. The F tilt. Ones that I noticed. I maybe I don't know. What yeah. It like that that looked like a move that may have been we, smaller. We clearly saw like up tilt. Pyra's definitely looked bigger. Um yeah. but then I saw like both of them having the same lunging F smash and I'm like, huh, like they both look very similar in size. Yeah. It's like it doesn't look like the the range cutoff is like the same throughout the whole moveset. Mm-hmm. But like it could just be me like not because it is just a trailer. Like it could True. be hard to tell, but even like the camera angles they're showing it. But there at, were some like clear the... ones where it, Mithra was faster and smaller. Like up right. air was very clearly faster yeah. and smaller. Pyra's up air was very big. Yep. It was like you know like Corin, Lucina, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that animation, but it was very big. And there's no way that up air ain't killing with Pyra. That up air looks <laughs> like yo. You already know it got the fire effect. You already know like you're yep. KO KO'd off the top at a hundred. Like you already know you're dead. <laughs> yeah. What about tippers? That's a good. That's a good. That's a good. I, I never played Xenoblade, so I don't know how both these characters like operate in terms of like from their game. You yeah. know what I mean? So like that's something I can't really give an opinion on. But I mean, I'm just glad that overall, like, just as of recent, or as of recent now, it feels like the new DLC they're bringing actually like feels powerful and impactful to the meta. I think that's super important. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if it's like coincidence, but Sephiroth into Pyra Mithra feel like some meta characters. Super refreshing. Yeah. yeah. It's like I when you look at something like Banjo, right? Where you're I like I personally was huge, huge fan. I was like, yes, let's see this stuff. Like Wonder Wing, like we got some cool like recovery stuff, the grenade, right? I, I just thought it was gonna be so much more impactful to the meta and like the character was going to bring depth but it just he didn't really like he's just and even to me now i just think he's one of the weaker characters um obviously you can still find success with him but with myth or pyra i don't i've never played xenoblade but just looking at what these characters can do and like what kind of like fresh take they're going to bring to the meta game and like how impactful they're going to be and how powerful they're going to be like i'm not asking for a smash for bail but i i would like stuff that like matters so to speak right yeah. like it just it felt like all the other characters like didn't really matter or like what they bring to the table was just like oh you're like that character but you do it a little bit better or you do it a little <laughs> bit worse you know what i mean and even joker like i complain about joker all the time but like he's very powerful and like he changed the game yeah you know what i'm saying like he completely changed the game 
which is like it's really cool and refreshing especially if you're a long time smash fan that has been watching or playing the game for over a decade you know what i mean like it's 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 crazy or maybe over two decades how wait did 64 come out jesus christ i'm old dude <laughs> god damn how long have i been playing this fucking game yeah like i it was really weird before sephiroth and obviously pyro and mithra like i love how we're saying this like they're already out um but um like with joker it was like okay like you changed the game a lot and then some and then every right. other character was like very like not impactful you know scratch like maybe terry um but it's like damn like this is a really weird situation it's like joker changed the game a little too much and then every other character might as well not be in the game for competitive right. uh from a competitive standpoint so it's nice that we're getting more characters that are like you know like around terry's level or better mm -hmm. um like sephiroth is like super strong yeah min min um I kind of disregarded Min Min for a bit because, like, uh, I wasn't playing her a lot, but she's definitely stronger than uh, I anticipated. That's cool, too. Um, but, yeah, this is all, like, you know, like, the more recent characters. Like, Steve is a weird one. Like, we already talked about Steve a while back, but, like, yeah, like, I don't know. The characters are, are more impactful. I definitely agree with Charles. That might be part yeah. of dash attack instead of F-Smash. Um, I know what you're talking about, Music King, but... I know the dash check you're talking about, but they did show off the F Smash 2 for both characters. Um, the lean back one, right? Yeah, Pyro's was like very clear because they like mentioned it was a Smash attack, but yeah. Mithra's was like right before the final Smash to like hit the the Smash Ball or something. I think. Um, but yeah, dude, it's so funny. Like I saw when they did like the they were like showing like just raw gameplay from like a weird camera angle with like the. Mithra did like Corrin down tilt into Corrin up air, and I'm like, okay, that's just yep. two Corrin moves, <laughs> but really fast. And I was like, that's so funny, because like, I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, I shouldn't be getting such strong Corrin vibes aside from like those moves, but I just did the whole time. Yeah. I don't know if it was the trailer specifically, but I remember when Corrin's trailer came out, I was watching it. And I'm like, bro, this is a lot of crazy, like, new stuff. And. She ended up yeah, like impacting. Was cool. Yeah, she ended up impacting the meta really heavily. It wasn't exactly how I expected. It was mostly just like pain alone. Um, <laughs> but um, like I was just getting those vibes. Like it felt like super like adding a bunch of crazy unique stuff, but like also like basic enough to like we know it'll be effective. I don't know. I that's what they do with some of these sword characters. It's like they bring in a bunch of crazy stuff, but they still have those basic sword moves that are always amazing bro you got corn vibes i'm not gonna hold you i was gonna wait until i saw the uh like the whole character reveal thing that they normally do but yeah. i definitely got sm i was watching it and i was like yo this is smash for bail i i don't know why i don't know why but i honestly like as i was watching i was like this character has the potential yeah it's not that they're gonna be but Definitely has the potential to be the best character in the game and maybe game breaking as well. But yeah, I was saying that the whole sure. time. Like, yeah. the thing is, like, um, I'm sure all three of us actually feel this way. I'm not sure if the general public has reached this. I feel like it'll eventually come to be, unless Pirate Mithra overshadows Joker that much. But I think Joker is like next level, like, strong. Yeah. Like, game breaking. Um, 
Yeah, I think Joker. And it's crazy Joker. that like just from a trailer, I'm already like, okay, this I would not be surprised if this was stronger than Joker. Um, so that's insane. Like it's so funny. We're like, yeah, like this looks like top five minimum. Like we're being safe when we say that. Like that's so we're crazy. We're being safe and we know very little about the character. Yeah. We saw a handful of moves yeah. and like how the character operates. Yeah. It's we like saw a dash and a jump as well, and we're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right, the air drift, the air drift was a big one. Because Maybe. it's like I, I saw all the moves, right? And I was like, what about those base stats? Because yeah. even um in the earlier podcast, I I believe the first episode of the podcast, we talked about base stats. Right. And like how it was kind of like a trend or a meme where it's like, okay, here's all these crazy moves. Shit based stats. Like, here's Wonder Wing, here's like extra jumps with Banjo. It's just like, whoa, this is so and then you're like you're like feeling out his base stats, you're like, wait, this this character goes nowhere in the air, right? And then with Steve, it was like, Oh, look at all this crazy shit. Like you're like building blocks and you're fucking Okay, try to jump crazy. on this platform. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh no, we can't do it. But it's like these characters don't, it, it looks like they come with the base stats. And one thing I really want to point out, which I I, I I don't know if this is why you guys feel this way, but I'm going to assume, like, we all value, like, defensive options while in disadvantage, right? This is a core aspect of Smash Ultimate, especially Smash Ultimate, because in Smash 4, you could spam air dodge. So it's like everybody had, like, some air dodges were more broken than others. Like, Ness had... His some yes. of his air dodge turns were in the Z axis. Mewtwo, Mewtwo is off the screen Wii, right? half the game. Right, like you would just see them like blinking over and over again. Like I've seen like the buzz, like air dodge, air dodge, double jump, air dodge in, air dodge back out. Land. Like, like actually, like that was a sequence of shit. That's so cursed. That's just cursed. And it's like so in Smash Four, like disadvantage was like more handed out like generally throughout the cast, right? Um. But in Ultimate, it's not the case because you only got one air dodge, right? So it's like um, when you hear people say, like, Joker and Pika are the best, one of the big reasons why that's the case is both of those characters have very broken tools while in disadvantage. Joker has the down gun, which doesn't count as a projectile, so it's literally a sword move that he's just poking out while he's landing. <laughs> There's so many situations where Joker can, like, force you to respect him after he lost neutral. Because if you think offensively, offensively in this game, like, everyone's kind of, I wouldn't say equal, but, like, they kind of, like, when people are just like, I don't know why you think Bowser Jr. is so bad, man. I get 0 to 60s all the time yeah. with my character. I'm like, dude, everybody zeroes to 60s in this game, like, for the most part. If your character doesn't 0 to 50, like, then it's like, oh, yeah, you could probably have one of the weaker combo games. But a standard, like, combo from most characters offensively, it's like, it's like 50% about, you know what I mean? Most characters can do that. So offensively, you know, everything's spread out way more evenly. But, like, defensively, that's where things get very skewed, and that's where consistency comes into play. Because if you're a top-level player, and it's just like, you, it's like, if I can reset back to neutral, I'm a top-level player. My neutral is very strong. So if I can keep forcing neutral situations, I will, like, beat someone better that has better, like, that I have better neutral than, right? For the most part, right? And it's like, that's when you start bringing consistency in, and... You know, one thing that made Bayo so strong in Smash 4 is you had to respect her so much because you could literally be at 0% and you could be comboing her and then all of a sudden you die. Yeah. You're <laughs> dead. Like, so, like, when when you have that reversal potential or you have, like, something that makes your gameplay so safe, that's what really puts so many different characters apart in, like, Smash. Yeah. Um. And Pyramithra, like seeing that switch, and we keep going and talking about the switch, but like this is how important it is. Like, 
that move alone, like once you see that, you're like, oh shit. And then you kind of almost assume that they're going to be offensively good, which they did. They did look offensively very solid, if not more like better than solid, right? But like it's the it's the defensive aspect of this character that is just I. That's what puts her over the top. That's what makes her strong. Yeah. And even like the switch, keeping your air mobility, like the fact that in this trailer they switch in the air, right? Now PT when they switch in the air, they stay in the air. They don't keep their drift, but they're still in the air. They freeze. They don't even sink. So you're still dealing with an aerial opponent. This character can literally switch into the ground, into a grounded setup, into a down tilt up air, right? Like, I was in disadvantage in the air. Now I'm on the ground. You're lagging from your move. I'm going to do my setup or my smash attack. Like, you have access to grounded option. You went from the air to having grounded option access, which is, like, so broken. Yeah, I, it's actually crazy because, like, it looks like you can just, like, switch on reaction and, like, punish stuff. Like, what happened to parrying? <laughs> like, I'm not going to parry with this character. I'm going to switch. You, you know what I mean? Why would you risk going for an 11-frame drop shield when you can just fucking... Yeah, I'm just going to switch on reaction to all your moves. Or I'm just going to bats within them and not even take the risk. <laughs> I really wonder how that mechanic's going to work. Yeah. But I was, I was going to mention, right? you already know at least Mithra. Or, and the thing is... I think Mithra is going to have, like, you already know this six-frame grab is coming. Like, they're not having anything slower than a six-frame grab. Like, look how fast, look how fast Mithra is. If that, shit is. if that shit is any slower than seven, like, I owe everyone $100. Like, like there's yeah. no way. And, that, and the thing is, it's like, are you going to make it different for Pyra? Doubt. All right, she's going to have a six or seven-frame grab, too. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see any of their throws, huh? We saw Mithra's saw back throw. Probably back throw, yeah. The throw that I, threw them back. And it was like definitely I, like 6% does nothing else. Yep. I, I really hope they don't kill off grab. I yeah, really I saw, I saw chat mention. I saw chat mention I, like if, I doubt it. if they have a kill throw, like we got to change it. We got to play a different game. Kill dude. throw setup. Like, most you know most I mean? sword characters don't have kill yeah. throws. It's been a that, while. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. But What's even the, like, uh, what characters have kill throws in this game? Banjo has a character? nice back throw. Uh, Ness. No, like Senna DLC, Lord. DLC. DLC? Oh, um, Banjo and Steve, that's it, right? Yeah. Um, well, here, here's one thing. Jo Jokers, oh, if you don't no. react the eye. No, dude, and this is legit. Well, what yeah. are we talking like? Well, no, if he has Arsene and he down throws you at like 80 or 90 and like you don't DI fast enough, it's very hard to react in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are quick. Oh, sure. Like, that happens. Up air or back air. Yeah. But, like, it's more of like a, yeah, it's more like of like a, a DI check. It's a I, DI I was check. thinking like raw kill throws. Raw but kill yeah. throws? Uh, yeah, I think that's it, yeah. Plant has up throw. Oh, yeah, you're that's right. That's a good one. Like 140, 140-ish, right? Yeah, that's probably the best one I can think of. Yeah. Right, everything else for kill setups out of throws. The craziest one is definitely Sephiroth back throw back air at yes. like 40% sometimes, but like obviously you can DI, yeah, but like sometimes, well, sometimes. sometimes it's really hard, yeah. And then like, all of a sudden he has down throw back air if you don't DI that one either, yeah. So, like, in terms of like getting setups out of like kills, like out of a throw, it's definitely just Joker and Sephiroth, they just like randomly kill you at 50. Well, actually, if you well, yeah. platform, if you don't no, tech at seven <laughs> <I'm trying. laughs> percent, 
Or even Midland. like Sephiroth throw onto a platform. Yeah. And then like he just starts charging up smashes like you're dead. <laughs> if I'm if I'm good at the game, you're dead. Take my hand. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> fucking like Ganon up smash vibes, except it's like bigger. Like. Yeah. Yeah, Hero has some random stuff too. With, Ooh, like, right, the, right, with the with the um, yeah, or, uh, like knockback uh, buffed ones. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they have some sort of kill Wait, setup out of a throw because they're just so fast. What's the other yeah. one? Because Oomph is a passive. Psych up. Uh, yeah. Psych up is the one that's just your next one, right? Like, you yeah. can't even pummel with Psych up because if you grab and pummel with Psych up, you're you yeah. use the knockback buff on your pummel. <laughs> yeah, up throw is just like, woo, and you just like die with the Psych up. It's actually so <laughs> funny. He just really throws funny. you up with both hands. <laughs> It's, like, it's scary too because he can like go for a, an attack too, right? Like his attack will kill you too. So yeah. it's, like, it's actually like pretty scary. Yeah, Min Min's back throw is like sometimes strong, but it looks stronger Ooh. than it is. It's just like yeah. doom. Yeah. And, and that throw doesn't kill to like 160. So I don't yeah. get that. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they had some sort of crazy setup just because of their potential and like speed. Imagine Dude. if their throws are different depending on like which one does it and you like switch. Oh my god. If you have that much time, because Mithra's throws are probably gonna be weaker, right? So if you did like a Mithra throw and yeah. just switch with Pi if you had that much time, I would be like Okay, but imagine like doing <laughs> imagine doing like a buffered full hop in while in switching while you're full hopping out of the throw though. Like that I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, if you think about it... Because um, you're going like, to keep your momentum like a, going up. Right, you're still moving the same. So it's like you're, it's like almost like you're doing, like, dash forward, like a dash forward full hop, then you switch as you start going up, right? Yeah. And you can't auto-short can't you can't auto short hop with uh, special moves, fun fact. So you can just, like, hold that jump button, press down B. You're going to switch. By the time you're out, you're at the peak of your jump where you wanted to be, right? And it's just like, which character did I want to up air you with or back air you with yeah. or whatever, right? No, I, I don't think either of these two characters will be, like, neglected or anything. They're both ridiculous, I think. I mean, you know, there's going to be players that are like, I'm solo Pyro, oh, I'm yeah. solo Mithra, because, you know. Get out of here. Please give, but, me, yeah, yeah. please give me attention, I'm so unique. <laughs> but, like... I don't use special moves with this character, I only use <laughs> normals. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the character. I, I, I'm really excited for the uh like you know how they always do like a, a like Sakurai will do a video explaining how the character works? I'm wondering yeah. if like I'm pretty sure they're gonna do that for this character, but oh, I just wonder yeah. like when. They're right? gonna like, they're gonna do it next month and they're gonna release it the same day and the internet's the challenge. Gonna, and the internet's gonna break. Dude, getting Sephiroth five days early was like so crazy dude i felt like a kid playing melee and like unlocking a character <laughs> unlocking a character that like i didn't know was in the game it they're like there's a challenge i was like yo was that live yo it was live oh snap let's yeah. go do it. dude <laughs> I, so, i'm all excited i still felt feel like i'm in a dream like i was <laughs> like what is happening i was like all right i gotta do it with cloud like duh wait did you yeah oh <laughs> I like hit him once with Mimin and he died. Like, <laughs> Just <"What?"> mega lot. <laughs> I was like, wait, huh? Oh yeah, I did it on easy because I'm trying to play the character right immediately. I'm not. Oh, you're doing it on easy. I'm, I'm not, not playing games. 
yeah, just hit him and he actually he couldn't recover. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> kind of weird. Um, we. I mean, all right. I've been wrong about a character, but it was like the potential about it is too weird. Like I saw a hero and I was like, yo, what is this? Yeah, I was kind of scared. Huh? Like you can do what? I just Dude, saw I a lot of explosions, <laughs> like literally just explosions, and I'm like, yeah, um, I was like, yo, people are just dying. Like you're putting a giant ball on the screen when you do magic bursts. Like they they have zero options if they're off stage; they just die. Like what? You you shooting projectiles from across the stage? You put people to sleep? You have crits? You might randomly win? Like, oh no! And then I played him one game, and I was like. Yo, this character's slow as <laughs> He's yeah, once way too I played slow. Hero, I was like, nope. I was having yeah. fun. Um, and then I started playing against Wolf. And I was like, this is really... <laughs> I'm really... Wolf and are the reality checks of this yeah, game. I... Everything a character's good, and you fight it like with Wolf and Paulo, and you're like, man, this this isn't really fun. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, you definitely probably overrated that character. Like that, Those two characters are ultimate reality checks. Like, I was like, damn, like I, I'm very upset right now. I, I, this is... <laughs> this sucks. Yeah, and I was like, alright, I'm done. But we so, also didn't see, like, the way hero moved as much we were just so turbo focused on there were so many like it's kind of like the pirate mithra thing where it's like huge multi-hit fire move and it's like with hero like that was the whole thing like put you to sleep critical hit extreme explosion it's like all right well here's the best character (laughs) yeah and it's like i don't know i feel like there's so much people that get a little too hype or like they're like, oh, well, I can't really trust your opinion based off of like, oh, what did you think of a character day one or week one when you knew nothing about how they interacted with other characters? Like, I, I kind of get it and I kind of don't. Like, I remember with Joker, I thought he was a high tier because I was just like, just camp Arsene. Like, why why is everyone running yeah. in Arsene? Stop, stop fucking running in Arsene. But I didn't understand how strong Gun was. That was like, that was the thing that like made me think the character wasn't too meta. Because like, Arsene's good, don't get me wrong. But like, there's definitely counterplay to Arsene. Um, it's like the the most powerful thing about Joker is gun, in my opinion. It's not even arson; it's gun. Um, and like at first, I thought you could like I just assumed you could reflect it because it is a gun and it's a projectile should be, or I thought it was gonna be right. Like there's there's just so much like things that you know I had little information about, so I thought you know the character was high tier, and then so much people like rag on me for it. I'm just like, dude, I like I didn't know that move was not a projectile move i didn't know the gun move was a sword move you know what i mean like <laughs> stuff like that yeah i uh i, I it's kind of like with sephiroth right now like a lot of people don't think sephiroth is is good at all yeah huh? I, and it's my first impression of sephiroth was top tier i was just like this character strong a lot of people don't think he's good though you guys haven't noticed that like with like because of online oh, I, I, that, that was like a very common opinion yeah when, when like the first i think they sephiroth still think out, that yeah don't worry when offline comes, a lot of people are going to bitch about that character. <laughs> yep. Everyone's like super hype. Everyone's super hype. Like, oh my god, Sephiroth. Da, 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 da. Dude, when we come back to offline and these Sephiroths are camping you out, you like so much people will bitch about that character. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. But the character's also hard and you can't play ultimate with that character. So I don't know how many people's truly going to pick him up, you know? Yeah, but I mean, like, Gavin's going to at least try. Right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I... We, we know for sure, like, at least one top player is going to. 
camp the fuck out of people and literally just zone them out and it's just like oh look at me i just have better neutron positioning react i have better neutron positioning react and you're dead like that's just that's like and then and then you're gonna be like on the other side of that and you're gonna be like fuck what the fuck like how do i huh wait a minute you know what i'm saying like it's just right now everyone's just on that hype train because they haven't you know they haven't been brought to despair yet this is the weird this is the weird thing for me it's like right now it's like i'm playing like i play both i play sephiroth and diddy equally and but like every time i play sephiroth it's not nearly as fun as diddy because of like online yeah and i also think my diddy is a lot stronger than all of my characters um probably by a much bigger margin than anyone would expect it's actually like crazy i don't know when it got to this point but it's like really big gap like really big um so i i just want to like practice them equally offline and like see what it's like but like there's definitely like so many matchups where i'm going to be using sephiroth for sure so like when offline comes back like people are definitely gonna like i definitely main sephiroth it's just weird right now with like comparing the two of my characters you're trying to like catch your Sephiroth up, but it's very yeah. hard in a Wi-Fi. It's like not happening. Like it's just like they're both e equally improving at the same rate, but the Diddy started <laughs> so far ahead. So yeah, I can't believe people don't think Sephiroth is good. That's so strange to me. It, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't get why? I don't know. Like what it's like. Like right this moment, but I just saw so much of it that like he was like okay. Dude, I mean, just orbs by itself. Like, there's very few characters where, like, I, I remember uh, me and Gavin were talking about several Joker, where it's like, Joker's a character where, like, if he gets hit by orbs, you're taking a gamble, right? Yeah. Because if Joker wins the next neutral interaction, he gets free meter. Like, he's going to hit you, and then he's going to counter it, right? Other than that, like, there's not a lot of other characters where, because, like, even if someone reflects it, like, the chances of it hitting you is, like, so low, right? Like, yeah, because it's literally circling, and it just reflects off, like, where it was. It usually right, just right. goes up into the sky. <laughs> right exactly so it's like that and i mean that's another thing remember we we're talking about like new and innovative things like sephiroth brought new ranges to the game but he also like brought like a setup tool right like set play like actual set play like you smash i don't think smash has really seen it in that way shape or form like obviously there's like you know set play in a sense where it's like okay diddy's bananas here and you're covering these other options while ledge trapping but like like seeing set play like that in neutral is so cool to me. You know, what I mean? dude. I was talking about that the other day. I was somebody was like, or I was like, yeah, I never thought I would play like a zoner type character because I play Min Min now. And then I was like, but actually, she's just set play in neutral. That's what she is. Like it's mm -hmm. like, are they gonna jump? Okay, you cover the jump. Are they on the ground? You cover the jump ground. Just because of her range, that alone. Yeah, it's like yo. This is this is set play, and I was like, "Oh, this is why I enjoy her." Yeah. It's also why I enjoy Sephiroth. But again, I'm never playing them online. <laughs> I don't know. Even I don't Min Min know. brought something new to the table. Being able to do like, uh, like just think of the way she works. It's like the jump cancel moves are like the the most interesting thing to me. Yeah, mm. well, it's like that, and it's like you're literally like you're you use down b to switch one arm but one arm stays consistent but your attack moves are that one arm but your your special moves are the ones you're switching so you're literally doing like a, a forward smash with the b button because of the way arms it, like the actual game is i've never played it but like i understand the concept of like each button controls like a different arm or whatever and they brought that concept to smash and it's very like 
I don't like playing against Mimmin, but I can appreciate like the way they brought an arms character into the game yeah. and like they introduced like this whole new mechanic to the game where it's like I can fling out an aerial and then jump afterwards or like drift somewhere else, right? Like obviously it's really strong, but like I feel like the second DLC pack is so much like meta defining if is the word I'm looking for than the first pack because the first pack the only real like meta defining characters were like Joker which was like a huge landslide like Joker carries that pack like by far when it comes to like meta diversity um diversity and then um there's Terry right which also was like uh, a pretty strong character but nothing close to Joker but like I feel like overall the second pack so far just brings so much cool like brings so much meta-defining like mechanics to the yeah. table where they're like there's so much there's so much different stuff it's like really sick dude i can't believe one wing just gives you another jump wait a second wait a second dude, even steve's in the second pack right steve is super wait. different how y'all dude how do y'all how... i don't understand maybe 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 i don't know i need somebody to explain this to me how can one hate min min and one like sephiroth what do you mean? Because Sephiroth is from a game called Final Fantasy VII, which is a very popular ah. franchise, and they just ah. think he looks cool. He has very anime-like character qualities. He has very big, large sword, and Min Min has slinky arms. I don't know. Like, it's just, <laughs> Min Min's just not that cool. All right. All right, Pick, I got I you. I think Min Min's, like, pretty cool, but, like, I, I, I'm just, like, Sephiroth's way cooler. I'm going to give you like, one. It, well, obviously, the character outside of the game is cool and inside the game looks cool but at the core gameplay all right let, we shouldn't think that deep bro we should oh think that... might be might be i'm saying yeah right. wait uh, whoa what are we Sephiroth... talking about here man dude are you trying to say sephiroth is lame and defensive and campy right now why would you say that have you seen his new trailer <laughs> <laughs> you know it's crazy because i'm aggressive it's crazy how both those characters kind of have the same game plan, like Marcus is talking about. It's like, because then both of them, like, they're up, like, when you do get close up or they want to get aggressive, both of them there, right? And then, every, like, all their other mo tools are used to, like, keep you out. <laughs> it's, like, very similar, actually. Okay, I'm going to give you one voice line of Sephiroth that, like, is why Sephiroth is cooler than it. <laughs> all right, so Sephiroth has this voice line when he does charge up B, where he literally says, I will carve terror into you. He literally says Damn. that. That alone, like, GG's. Like, it's over. He's cool. Min could get away with saying the same thing. <laughs> no, she could. <laughs> She's too framing you. I will carve terror into you. And you're like, no, let me back on the stage. So there's the difference. You know, um, I again, I, I've stated this many times. Like, I'm not a Xenoblade fan. I never played the games or anything. But I'm glad that we got a Nintendo character, right? Now, obviously, no matter what, I think a lot of people need to keep this in mind, perspective-wise. If they bring a Nintendo character into the game, it's just not going to be that hype. All the big-hitting Nintendo characters are in the game already, for the most part. So it's like, a third-party character will always be way more hype than a Nintendo character. you got to keep that in mind. And, yeah. like, Nintendo's still going to bring Nintendo characters into, like, the, the whole fighter pass. You can't really expect them not... To bring in Nintendo characters. Wait, is, like, is Xenoblade not first party? I'm pretty sure it's like a Nintendo only franchise, right? Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. First party. To my knowledge. Right? But so it's like, 
I mean, I like I I wasn't super hyped, but at the same time, I'm like, well, these are Nintendo characters that I know like that series is really big. Yeah. So it's like I'm I I was like generally happy. I wasn't like popping off like Sephiroth level, obviously. <laughs> I was indifferent. Like, I was indifferent. Right. I I think I wish I looked paid attention to the gameplay immediately, but I was too busy like being like disappointed. But then I like went back to like I went back to like into my room because I watched it with B and I like looked at the trailer some more. I'm like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> yo, these characters though, I was super surprised that they opened up with it. Usually the Smash character reveal, it was one. Was, like, it was either at end. the beginning or the end. Like, right. Usually, usually they do it at the end unless they have like something extremely hype to reveal at the end, which was my expectation. I'm like, dang, you guys, you guys brought the Smash character first. Yeah. Dude, this last announcement better be insane. This is going to be the best direct ever, dude. Yeah. And then, and then I, I'm just, I don't really play Splatoon like that. So I just saw <laughs> Splatoon 3 and I just didn't give a shit. I was just like, oh. That whole direct, I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I'm a Monster what? Hunter fan, so like I saw the Monster Hunter stuff and I got hyped, but like that was all stuff we already knew about, so it's like it wasn't even that hype. Dude, I was like, like oh, okay. what am I fucking watching? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was some cool stuff great. in the direct, like the I don't know, I like RPGs and stuff, so I saw like True. a ton of stuff. Speaking of which, Bravely Fall Two comes out in six days, and I'm really excited. But anyway, uh, they had the like pri- the triangle uh, one. Triangle, triangle was looking nice. Dude, that game that was so hype. What the risky. fuck? I caught the demo. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you guys are. Caught... Wait, huh? If it's not Pokemon, I'm not playing. Get <laughs> out of here. Huh? Okay, dude. What were you guys expecting? Character-wise, I, I was, was expecting, expecting one fucking title that they've been working on. That's what I was expecting, Charles. They didn't talk about one title <laughs> bro, they've been working on. Where was Bayonetta three, bro? I it's three. Been, it's Metroid been over three years. Metroid what? Bayonetta three just lost in time, dude. Never coming back, bro. They didn't talk about a, a single fucking thing. Yeah, it's just all stuff we knew. No, uh, Splatoon three. That was uh. <laughs> bro, why did they? Why did they even? Why did they even make the the trailer? Like, why did they even do it? To yeah. not talk about it for three years, dude. The most exciting thing was Skyward Sword, and that game. And we're it, remaking a game. And I can play that game right now if I want to. Yeah, yeah. It was uh It was pretty lackluster. I'm not gonna lie. But, oh yeah, No More Heroes Three was a game. I, I thought that really was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like an awful direct. It was just I just wanted. I, I was expecting a Pokemon for the next DLC. I was like, dude, is it gonna be Urshifu? Is it gonna be, like what Pokemon is it, it gonna been be? Cool. But like, like I said, Zeno. Like it, that's just me just being biased because I'm a huge Pokemon fan. But Xenoblade was still cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm wondering if the last character is gonna be a third party. I think they're going to just I mean I think they're just going to finish off the fighter pass and then they're going to do a couple more characters that aren't like a part of a fighter pass. They're just going to release some after like randomly like during a direct yeah. or something like they did in 4. Um but yeah, I don't know who's yeah, the other thing. I don't know who the last two are going to be. There's so many characters that like I keep expecting but then they don't happen so I'm like, okay, so should I like give up or should I or should I keep hope? Like, here's a character I'm, like, pretty indifferent about, which is, like, Crash. Like, right, he yeah. keeps having very nice timing to be announced, but he never gets announced. 
So it's like, okay, so is he still possible, or should I just like stop thinking about him? <laughs> like, I don't know. That that is a good question. So you don't think there's gonna be a third fighter pass? Um, if there's a third fighter pass, I wouldn't be surprised. But I, what I am like pretty sure about is there's gonna be characters that aren't part of a fighter pass at some point. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. That's what I think. I think we're getting a third fighter pass because oh? like Nintendo, dude. I think they already said the second one was the last one though. But who knows? Bro, too much money. Yeah, Sakurai also said Melee was his last Smash game. Like, dude, this this is this is way too much money. These these guys, they they are making way too much money to not keep pumping out characters. And they they got away with pumping out characters like Byleth? Like, Whoa. no individuality. Wait, dude, like, what's just... what's wrong with Byleth? What are you talking about? Everyone loves Byleth. I think Byleth's fine. <laughs> I, I, in terms of in terms of like a DLC character, my like like I look at Byleth and I'm just like. That's it. Like I, I, my expectations for a DLC character in terms of like what it, what like one the character, how big the character is, two like what kind of mechanics are you bringing to the table? How are you gonna, you know, what I'm saying like to me, Violet didn't do any of that. Brought zero. To me, Violet is one of the driest. It DLC brought zero characters. things to the table. Literally zero. Yeah, like like quite literally zero. Your fair and bear is like a zero that kills. Like that that was like the uniquest thing. Or like your your up B is a tether that with a reversal. That was probably the un most unique thing about that character. You have like two like falcon punches, cool. Or like right, you like, have a falcon punch you can charge or something like And I'm not trying to dog anyone that likes playing Violet. I'm just saying like my my perspective of like a DLC character and what it brings to the table, like they just brought a character like that in. And they're like, yep, give me money for that. And then, like, people were still buying Fighter Pass 2. They got us. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, sure, dude, sure. Here's my right, money. Like, they, can, they can just bring in whatever character, and they're, they're just going to make a crap ton of money. So you know I the just, most I, fun Byleth move, objectively? Up air. Up air. Up, ooh, up air and up smash are really good. Those are really good. Moves. Up air is so fun with Byleth. Yeah. You just... Dead at 100. See ya. <laughs> See ya. And it's like just huge. Yeah. I just like up airs, dude. Falling up airs is always like the coolest thing. <laughs> R.I.P. Smash 4 Cloud falling up air. I don't yeah. like these people, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like... He's so hurt. I, I, like for me, like business perspective wise, like why wouldn't Nintendo make a third fighter pass? I just I don't, don't like, I don't hard. get it. It's probably hard. They are... I mean, I I know it's hard and a lot of work, but it's also a crap ton of money. I mean, like, like as far as like getting the like I don't, I don't know maybe licensing or something for the characters. I don't know how it works, but I'm sure it's right, right. It's difficult to like get Sora or whatever. Right, get, right, and I mean they could have a fighter pass with all Nintendo characters. Would everyone be mad? Yes, that, no, that's what I think they're gonna do yeah. for the. That's what I think they're gonna do for the characters that aren't fighter pass characters, like Echoes or like characters that aren't gonna break the internet. I don't know. And like people will still buy it. They it's could just, just do an, like they so could much... do like an Echo Fighter pass. Sure. Yo, if they right. there's so and many things skin... they could do, but like they could have done this in Smash Four and they never did. So who yeah. knows? Like they could have been doing costumes for like five years now and they never did. If they put in skins, I'm just throwing my wallet. Honestly, like at this point, I feel like a lot of like longtime players would pick skins over a new character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, at this point, it's like, we want skins that bad. 
Like imagine the the Mario from Delfino, you know, like the one uh, the one with the paintbrush or whatever as a Mario skin. Like yeah. that'd be super cool, right? Like just stuff like that from like other like caveats from other games would be like super tight. And it's like a dollar or two, like it's something like a me costume. Oh my god, me's get him out of here, dude. The Metopia, the, the, the direct. I was like, dude, please. Dude, you can have a horse as an ally. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it's like even um. Even kind of like looking down the line, the Wii U was such a failure, right? The Switch is so successful. They are going to ride the Switch train for as long as possible. We all know this. Like, why wouldn't you, right? The Wii U, complete failure. Like, just completely sucked compared to all your other systems. And then so the Switch just completely put Nintendo back on the map. They're going to ride this as long as possible. So that's yeah. that's why I'm kind of just like... I think a third fighter pass is coming. Like I, I feel like they're just gonna keep riding the switch train. I don't even know if they're going. Like I don't know when their next console is gonna release, just because of how successful the concept of the switch is. And even for Smash, like I, I honestly feel like the next like Smash game is just gonna be a port of Ultimate with more characters, right? Like that. That's how I feel. Like yeah. at least I think. Um, I think. Um... I think something that would make sense for the whole like ultimate idea they've been going with with like everyone is here like this is the ultimate smash game. I think the the most optimal sounding number of characters is obviously 100. I don't know what they're going to do to reach that point cuz they're still quite a ways away. How many characters are there? 80? Yeah. Something like that, 80, yeah. But I it's I like would high be... 70s low 80s. Yeah. So I I think like 100 like makes the most sense. In terms of like the title of the game too, is that when Sakurai can finally hang it up? Yeah. When you re when you reach a hundred characters, you can finally retire. The ultimate, Dude. the ultimate, mash game with the a hundred characters. Like that, that sounds like the cleanest. So that's why I think they're not going to stop anytime soon. I don't know who they're going to put in the game <laughs> at this point, but yeah. And they're putting characters like Piranha Plant. You know what character? God, you know what costume I need back in Smash? I need. The black and white Wario one, dude. Dude, even Fire Flower Mario. Why? Black and white Mario. Yeah, dude. Like, why is Fire Flower Mario? That costume Mario is literally like one of my favorite game. Smash costumes ever. Was that in Smash Four? No, it was, it was in Brawl. Brawl. It was just in yeah, Brawl. Okay. It was Brawl yeah. only. Dude, was for some reason, like in in Smash Four, they took out like most of like a lot of Wario's costumes and. The only character with a bunch of costumes was Little Mac. Like, what happened? <laughs> you know what's really weird for me, too? Dude. It's like, why exclude costumes when it's, like, a simple render? Like, that does not take a lot of game data. Like, it, like just a little skin over. Like, that's just, that's nothing. And it's like, I, I would think they would be more inclusive about that kind of stuff. Like, man, fuck it. Just give everyone a crap ton of skins, right? Like, it's just, it's not hard. That is not hard. Like, making a whole another character like the moves and all that like that shit is like od hard but like another render like what that that's nothing <laughs> that's no, that's like no work like why fire flower mario like why is it not in the game <laughs> like, yeah and then they take away skins i don't get that you know like something i thought was a possibility with the uh, sephiroth inclusion especially after seeing cloud's like final smash update i thought they were like yo what if they what if they uh like add like english sephiroth and cloud to the game after this i thought that was really possible especially with the remake 
but like they didn't even do that so it's like dude like it's just like i kept thinking like skins made so much sense but like they just haven't done it so they'll make so much money so like if they do it maybe they're just gonna go all out when they do do it or maybe they're not gonna do it at all i don't know it's crazy think about this think about this okay okay we're talking about the concepts of skins right Mm -hmm. there are characters with skins Mies fucking have skins. They're the only characters in the game with skins you can buy. Fucking Mies, dude. Get these characters out of the game and give skins to the characters that fucking matter, dude. Like, obviously, we got, like, cool shit from Mies because, like, Sans got into the game and stuff like that. It's, like, it's like pseudo ways to bring characters into the game, like Cuphead's in the game because of um, Mies skins. But it's, like, dude... They do that for them, but, like, why don't they do it for, like, all their big-hitting characters? And, like, they charge money for that. So it's, like, like, I'm pretty sure they could pull up the data and be, like, man, what character is the most played character in Elite Smash or, like, just Wi-Fi in general? I'm pretty sure they have access to that data. And, like, just think about them being, like, oh, Mario's the most popular one. Like, let's make a skin that we can sell for a dollar or two. Like, I, like. How do you just not do that? Like I don't, I don't get. It. And then like you're already doing that concept for characters that is very un, not so popular, right? So it's like I just don't get it. And there's always been like room in the data of the games for like more costumes, and like that's that's why we're always like, okay, like they're probably gonna do it. And it's like two years later, it's like okay, they'll probably do it now. Okay, <laughs> two years later, we're okay, maybe, maybe soon. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing about me is like. There's so many, like, indie game characters I think are, like, so possible to get me me costumes, like Hollow Knight, something like that. Yeah, stuff like that, yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be characters ever. Like, I don't think the knight's ever going to be a character or anything like that. Just, like, how Shovel Knight's, like, an assist trophy. And Shovel Knight's and Rivals, yeah. 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 Shovel Knight's and Rivals. Apparently, Shovel Knight is a fish. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Huh? He's a fish. He's a fish. Wait, what? It's so, yeah, it was so surprising. He's a fish. Oh, I think he's a catfish. I, don't, I actually don't know what kind of fish he is, but huh? Yeah, shovel knight is a fish. All right, I'm leaving. The, I'm I'm leaving the fort to you guys. I'm gonna refill my water real quick. Give me one second. Oh, this is perfect. I'm sorry. <laughs> intermission. Perfect. Intermission. All right, can we talk about how broken Diddy Kong and Sephiroth are while he's gone? They're absolutely <laughs> bonkers. Like, they are insanely good characters. I was talking to Cosmos, actually, and he was just like, Tweak just makes that character look so broken. It's like, isn't it crazy that everyone's opinion on Diddy's different now? Yeah. I love that. I love that shit. Because yeah. it's like, it's like, especially with other top players or just people that know a lot about the game, like, we already knew Banana was broken. But like, when you're when you're watching like Gavin use it right, and like how consistent he is with the Z drop aerial cat recatch and stuff like that, that's when you're like, damn, like there's no restriction. He's doing aerials with the banana, like because before in our minds it was like, well, if you have banana, you can't do aerials, right? But it's yeah. like there's that's why it's like so much people when when you, when someone so, so much people like they'll roast others for like changing their opinion on the game and it's like dude we know nothing about this game yeah. like this game is so underdeveloped it's not even funny like obviously there's people that know more about the game than others but like that doesn't mean the people that know the most about the game know everything about the game it's actually far from it 
and we're like over two years in and we still don't know shit i mean even smash 4 towards the end we didn't have a patch for so long and even when the game died we still like that that meta the, the meta for that game was still really underdeveloped yeah so and, and that's like the cool part right is learning about it all i would tell void like i remember one i forget what tournament it was it was when he still main pichu and he ended up playing against samsora right he lost mm-hmm. game one he went chic it was that tournament he got the the like back oh air while it was oh yeah back air was in front of him and i was like dude why don't you just play chic and he was like no and i was like what why not granted at that time she didn't have the needles buff right right she got the needles buff and like a few minor buffs and i was like bro you're not doing that that much different stuff than you were before like the the big diff the biggest buff was the needle buff but like you doing the drag down up airs and stuff you playing mad elusive and impossible to hit like most of those confirms like you could have done that before just light would always tell me that light would always be like dude i've talked to void so much times dude just just tell him to play chic <laughs> i know i i know how it feels because like my character's not as good anymore granted light's character is still is, very good was like especially back then like Fox was just better than Sheik for sure, for sure. Yeah. But like maybe now it's like could be a debatable thing. But like because after the Sheik needle buffs, but like, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a certain point where you gotta like kind of draw the line, right? And even I think with Tweak, he didn't know how good Diddy was gonna be. But like at a certain point, Tweak was just like the character like feels strong after the buffs, and I really really enjoy playing the character. And like you will never, ever be like the best of X character unless you really enjoy playing the character that's where like that's where you're gonna put all that extra effort all the extra even thought process when you're not playing the game like that all goes into like characters you absolutely love playing so it's like it's really cool to see people like stick with their characters and like even it might take a you know over ye like over years of time right but like now you can kind of like see void's chic getting into like where it's like should be getting to or whatever and like seeing it evolve um gavin's diddy kind of getting to the point where it's just like holy shit we're seeing this character do things we've never thought possible never thought seeing and like everyone's like so much people ask me like yo man so you think diddy's top tier i'm like dude diddy's so like diddy and chic particularly are so hard to put on tier list because like against most of the other top tiers like dude they can do this like they can do it right and then like these random ass characters like completely dumps through them and i'm like fuck i don't know it's like it's hard to solo main those characters right like like it's it's hard to like put a character with like a very like uppity downy like inconsistent um matchup chart and it's hard to put them as like a very like they are number 17 or number 12 like it's very hard to do that all i know it's like you can play these characters at a top level but there's certain matchups that is going to be very very rough for you or you're probably going to switch characters right so it's like like that's where it gets really hard that's why i think like um rating high tier characters is really difficult because most high tier characters are like that right where it's like super super good but like these like four or three or five matchups it's like super hard where it's like this is where like solo maining the character like gets really kind of like more or less inconsistent you might need pockets blah, blah 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 and then it's just like well what if what if the diddy has a pocket wolf i'm like well fuck is that what we're gonna do when we rate every character like all right joker with a pocket wolf though but like pikachu <laughs> with the pocket wolf though like I, that's where like when whenever i think like tier list wise i always think like solo main like if this character was just you solo main like how consistent how like successful can you be just like solo main but like that's not even the world we compete in right because everyone can switch so it's like really hard so like so much gray areas 
All I know is Diddy is very good. Yes. <laughs> Diddy's very strong, and he's strong Told against, you. like, very relevant characters. What'd you say? Told you. Wait, what What? What did you ex expect me to say? Oh, no, nah, I was oh. like, when you left, I was like, all right, can we talk about how broken Diddy Kong and Sephiroth are? Oh, Sephiroth too. Sephiroth is really stupid. Oh my god. Like, it's really hard to Sephiroth hit. and Diddy are good for extremely different reasons. Like, Sephiroth is good because he literally is, like, cheating a lot of the time. Like, like, it, like you just, like, get super bullshitted. Like, like, the orb set play or, like, your shield gets broken or, like, like he, like, just chases you down with three Fucking jumps smash, or he counters... And or he counters your recovery at like 30 and you die like what what's crazy about the shield break is a lot of characters have like shield breaks like lucina has one yeah you know, like their characters with shield breaks Sephiroth be like all right i broke your shield at zero goodbye what? yeah like anywhere that's the thing yes like he has a punish out of shield break which by the way i didn't even know about this until like the first podcast but apparently when you break someone's shield if they're at a lower percent it takes them longer to break yeah. out yeah, it takes longer at lower percents. Usually, it's like you would think it would be the opposite way, where it's like, oh, yeah. I'm at a, I'm at a lower percent, so I get, I break out faster. No, actually, it's harder to break out. And then the fact that several like has kill subs that kill you at zero from the show <laughs> is like stupid as fuck. Like what? Like that's the broken part. It's not even like if you if you have like a shield breaking move, it's only broken if you kill off of it at low percent. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like Lucina's to be fair does. You know what I mean, like you can sense, yeah. you can kill someone at like thirty forty if you got some rage yeah. if they broke right at the edge or whatever. Like you're because the tipper neutral B or whatever is like yeah. super strong. Yeah, I think yeah. um, I don't know. Sephiroth has a bunch of stuff. Also, like Sephiroth's like smash attacks get armor. Like um, the thing about down smash is it has like this sweet spot in the air right around where the tipper is too. So if you yeah, you at the top. So if you jump to avoid the shield break, it still has a very generous hitbox in that area where it like stabs the ground, like this like explosion, like debris hitbox. And it kills you the same way it would kill you if you were on the ground. Um, don't know what that's about. Uh, <laughs> that, that shit is crazy. It's funny how we always talk about like these characters, like we'll bring up Wolf, we'll bring up Palu, we'll talk about Joker, Pikachu, whatever. And we'll be like, dude, this character is turbo busted, like yeah. absolutely broken. But then we say it about like 15, 20 characters, and it's like, what? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of broken characters bro. in this game. This, this game yeah. is something else. Yeah. But that's why I'm st I find it more enjoying now because I'm like, wait a second. This character's broken. This character's broken. Yeah. My character's broken. Your character's broken. And it's like, very stressful as a competitor, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, I feel like once you get your footing in, like all your characters and like your coverage, yeah. like, like it's it's like doable. If everyone's broken, then no one is. Oh no, there's some clear differences. Oh yeah, oh. who's broken and who isn't? Not broken. every Smash character is created equal. There are characters yeah. that are broken compared to the broken ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you have characters with shitty recoveries and no options and disadvantage, and they get comboed, and they have frame four air dodges, like all these like core aspects of defense that we talked about earlier that like makes a character really strong. Usually, the characters without those things are at the bottom of the spectrum. Wolf is not broken, huh? Cap. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Absolute.
Press I A. Press A in the air. I disagree with you. I I disagree with you. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, Smash World Tour. Do you guys want to talk about the World Tour, or do you guys want to talk about Pyramithra a little more? Yo, I'm actually really excited to play that character. That character same, was really same, same, fun. Same, 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 same. I just hope, I just hope they're the perfect level of fun where I don't try to play them in tournament. Mm. If they're too fun, then I'm gonna have some. No, not again. I'm gonna have to play too many characters again. No, you're not. But okay, here's the thing: you won't like unless they do turn out to be. They have to break the game Absolute like bonkers. they have like to be. Video. They have yeah. to be the best character in the game, which is really possible. Yeah, which is scary. Um, then you probably won't. Yeah, because you as actually long as like they're fun characters. and broken. Yeah, if you, they're you fun like, and broken, you'll play them. Yeah, you'll play them for like a week, and then you'll be like, "Dude, I miss Diddy. I miss Sephiroth." Like, yeah. But if they like the thing is like I don't care for the characters of the game. Like, in fact, yeah. I like I just don't. You think the character's no, gonna be there's easy? There's some characters that like that connection, like you, you like yeah. cherish. Yeah, like, I think Diddy and several other characters were like you kind of like the games they're from. I don't care about character difficulty ever, so I don't know if they're. I don't care if they're gonna be easy or not. It does not matter to me. On the contrary, I I actually think there needs to be a certain threshold of character difficulty, or Gavin like will not do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, him and Void are similar in that sense, where it's like yeah. uh, if a character's like too easy, that's like that's when they start kind of like, eh. That's why it, existential like, crisis. Yeah, it it took me a little work to. I even tried to convince Void to play Wolf earlier, but he just wasn't about it. Even like Gavin, I was just like, please play Wolf, please play Wolf again, and then like he started doing it again. But like even then, it's like there there was still. The character's depth for Gavin, what like made it fun for him, I think, was figuring out how to abuse the strengths. Like it wasn't the actual like micro. It was more like for Gavin, it was figuring out the macro of Wolf. He felt like the the Wolf macro meta was so underdeveloped back then. Like how much people are lasering, like when and where they're doing it, like how neutral is being played. And I felt like that's what really gravitated Gavin towards Wolf. Because he just felt like he would watch the other wolves, and they're like, he was just like, they're not like abusing him. Dude. They're not like abusing all the tools. They're not. Because like the thing is, everyone, everyone, dude, this, this to this day, this pisses me off. I remember before the first Genesis, before that tournament happened, before Zachary popped off of Genesis, I was like, dude, Wolf is broken, dude. Wolf is so fucking broken, so broken. And then everyone's like, no, dude, Fox is top five, blah blah. blah. I remember I have I have video evidence, yep. interviews. From people at Genesis Six saying top was top five or Fox was top five, so cap, so fucking cap, and then, um, you know, Zachary popped off. Everyone's like, "Wolf's broken, Wolf's broken." Zachary drops Wolf. Yeah, Wolf's kind of falling off. I'm like, "No, what are you guys talking about?" And then Gavin started using Wolf again, and then everyone was just like, "Wolf's broken again." I'm just like, "You guys like need to, you guys need to be able to like look at tools and." Here's the here's the thing that I feel like most people don't do with their opinions. They're so like they're so worried about what other people think about their opinions. They don't want to like look at a tool and be like, I think this tool is strong. They look at the results and they're like, Wow, this character is strong because of result. You're not like you're not putting your opinion out there to be criticized by being like, Oh, these tools are strong or not strong, and then to see if you're right or wrong, kind of based on results, right? Like I. That's like the general like thought process that I hate from the Smash community. That's just like they they like look at results and that's just that's it. They're not even like trying to break down the tools, see if they're right or wrong, learn from their like quote unquote mistakes or you know not mistakes and about their opinions or whatnot. Like, I will never care about results ever, dude. People would think Banjo was broken if Gavin still played him. 
people would think K rule was broken if Gavin still played him. If Gavin decided to go Incineroar in a tournament, they would be like, yo, Incineroar is crazy. Like Gavin could get top eight at a major tournament with Incineroar. I like I stand by that. <laughs> he will literally two frame so much people, he will two frame his way into top eight. Yep. He's going to like even though Incineroar's neutral is complete trash. All he has to do is like win it a handful of times, and he's literally just gonna two frame the fuck out of you, ledge trap you, and win. Like I'm, I'm serious, and like people would think Incineroar is meta, like even though Incineroar sucks. Like he's close. He just needs one, one, one crucial buff. A little, little speed, speed buff here and there. Yeah, like on the ground or in the air. Then I'm back. Then I'm back to my like grabbing, my grabbing. The air one would be better. The air one would be better. Okay, yeah, the air one would be better because his aerials are insane. Yeah. Right. What? Once, once I'm able to play like my grappler character again, I'll be complete. Yes, Diddy's pretty close, but oh, Ridley, yeah, yep. Gavin could probably like top three in event with Ridley, and people would be like, "Yo, <laughs> that Ridley, oh, that neutral, though? <laughs> that neutral is crazy." Maybe we slept. <laughs> no, no. Generally, Gavin had people thinking character. at the loft, right? Didn't you have people in the loft thinking Ridley was broken? Like the like no weaknesses. Ultimate first came out. No weaknesses, right? That's that's even. <laughs> <laughs> that was the exact quote. Holy shit! Not even strong. Like yeah. no weaknesses. <laughs> what, bro? You know how you know how crazy that statement is. You know what? You like, know what character? Be... You know what character they thought was the best in the game? What? Crom. Crom at the beginning, yeah. That was the best character in the game. Uh, of course, duh. <laughs> that, dude, that's like, dude, that's dead ass. That's the mentality I was talking about, though. It's like this one person just comes in, jams everyone in the in like the house with the said character, and like that's the best character in the game. Like what? What? <laughs> the game hasn't been out in a week. Like how? You, you haven't even seen half the characters play. You can't say that. You want to hear some more top five characters? Sure. Young Link. Oh, Young Link, of course. I mean, to be fair, everyone everybody, thought Young Link was going to be top five. Right. You want to hear the best heavy in the game? The best heavy? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, Donkey Kong. Of Donkey course, Kong. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Definitely Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong, dude. You know what's crazy when I think back on it? Um, Gavin's character is in Smash 4. And the reason why Gavin said, like, he, all he needs is a good grappler. Um, if, you, if, if you guys, like, started watching Tweak <laughs> Ultimate, but not Smash 4, Tweak was known for his Donkey Kong in Smash 4. <laughs> It's crazy because he used to like that was Leo's kryptonite was Donkey Kong. Like Tweet played Leo, dude. He was going DK and he was grabbing him, dude. It was it was done. It was a done deal. Dude, remember that time Leo went uh Toon Link versus you? Don Do you Toon remember Link. that? He went Corrin. He went <laughs> Meta Knight. He went. Bro. Did he go Bayonetta once? He went yeah. Bayo. Oh, Multiple that, times. That, that's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Because. It's like I feel like um in Smash Four, Gavin had like this uh he was playing RPS with like almost every player, but it was just yeah. three characters. He was like, Am I gonna like combo video you with Bayo? Am I going to like sword character you with Cloud, or am I gonna grappler you with like Donkey Kong? Like that that was just like it was so like, funny. Gavin had all three choices. It was so funny how my practice regimen worked um towards the end because everyone I played with regularly had a character they would not want me to go in that session. <laughs> so they would like have fun. Um, obviously not everyone, but a lot of, <laughs> but a lot of people. So like, they would be like, I'll play with you if you don't go this character. And I'll be like, all right, I'll use these two. <laughs> deal or no deal. Yeah. And like, it was, <laughs> it was so funny how I had to like distribute my practice, like 
So like I could play all three. It was really funny. Wait, that is hilarious. Did you find the the tipper jab reverse up tilt? Was that you? I don't or know. Like... I don't remember. I don't think so. But... I think that was DK Will that found that. But I did it the most by far. You did it a lot. Perfect yeah. pivot jab, tipper jab into the scoop back up tilt. That shit was so hype, dude. Gavin would do that so much time. <laughs> It was probably the most satisfying thing he had. I remember me and Gavin one time, we were trying to lab, uh, like, chain uh, perfect pivot jabs. Like, we were trying to see if, like, certain yeah. characters could do it. So, like, I, it was just funny. I was like, dude, what if you could, like, chain jab somebody with perfect pivots? And we were, like, trying to, like, do it and shit. It was so stupid. But, like, dude, like, what if you could do? That would be so fucking crazy. Uh... All right, so should we should we do the world tour? I'm actually kind yeah, of down to talk about practicing since I see a lot of people talking about it. Okay, it's up to it's up to you. I don't know. Yeah, I'm down. Wait, which one? Uh, I thought you were saying you were about to talk talk about how you plan to practice for the world tour. Oh, someone said something about how like practicing and stuff, but oh, okay, that's uh, fine. We can talk about that. Uh, talk about practice. People keep asking practice. if I'm gonna play melee for the world tour. No. Oh, <laughs> that's a bit too soon. Like, I, if I were to play melee, that code. If I were to play melee, I wouldn't just like hop right in and be like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess we could especially if there's already it. something for ultimate, like, like yeah, talk like a little. I mean, if y'all haven't seen it, there's like a online world tour. It's yeah. cool. I mean, I'm I'm not like super like I'm excited for it just because like it's just higher stakes and it's a bit more organized. It feels like yeah, and and it doesn't just because it's the first one doesn't mean it's the last one. So like yeah, that's true. And you know, like if whatever happens with COVID, if it's offline next year, then sick. Like hopefully, um, I would I would think so. really excited that it's region lot by like different. Yeah, it feels it feels like. Smash World Tour for me feels like more well put together, higher stakes. You know, it's actually region locked. Like, it's like as professional as we're gonna get in these times. I think. Yeah. So Especially with no developer support. So I'm gonna appreciate that a bunch. Like, yeah, it right. looks like this is GBC, dude. Like, there's you know, it's not even just like that. The prize pool is really high. Like, this feels like as competitive as we're gonna get in something as unplayable as online. Yeah. And just for some backstory, uh, BGBC planned a world tour um, before, like, COVID really started, you know, uh, coming into play, like, last year around March. They had, like, a bunch of stuff planned for the world tour, and they even, like, announced it and all that stuff. And then, obviously, with uh, COVID last year, um, and even going into this series, they can't really do it. So that's some, some backstory. So it's, like, like, this was already kind of something that was announced before, but it got, like, um, put back because of covid but now they're gonna do like an online version of it which possibly the finale is gonna be offline right yeah because i mean it's not until the last event is in like november so right um it has to be at least in like december maybe january of 2022 so it has some time from now but potential offline last event um, right and i think even if they did like some kind of like only x amount of people everyone gets tested before they come in or has the vaccine yeah. before they come in or something yeah. like that right um no crowd obviously like not a very big gathering i think 
something along those lines because even some like a lot of the sports nowadays they're doing that right like the nba it's like no crowd but all the players are tested and quarantined and they're able to play and all that stuff so maybe um some kind of emulation to that would be able to apply to the finale of the world tour um yeah if and i mean who knows by then you know like this the COVID situation could be under control you know chances of that are very low obviously but like could could be a possibility Oh, dude, I tweeted, this is actually kind of weird that this is happening, because I tweeted, like, a month ago that I had a dream that I um I had to play online to qualify to go to SmashCon, like, I had to play online pools to qualify to go to an in-person event because of COVID, and now it's happening, and that's kind of weird. The Young Prophecy? Maybe, who knows. I went OT, <laughs> I went OT when I went in person, but at least I made it in person. And then I, they immediately kicked me out, though, they're like, all right, you gotta go. So yeah, I, just showed, I just showed up 102 and they're like, all right, peace out. See you later. See you next year. Huh? Dang. It's brutal out here, dude. But I'm really, I'm really excited. Cause it definitely, uh, it definitely gives us something to look forward to something to, to play for. Cause like, I mean, some of the events are cool. Like the Wi-Fi events are cool. Like the juice box and stuff, all that stuff that's every week. Um, right. it's like good content wise, but like competitively it's like, eh. You know, like well, you're playing for like, I I kind of see like money wise, you're not really playing for much. Usually, it's like twenty dollars or like fifty dollars or something like that, which kind of takes the edge off. Yeah, right. Which which kind of takes the edge off. You don't pay. You don't pay to get in. So even if, which I don't know if you pay to get in for the Smash Bros. Tour, but you don't pay to get in. So like, let's say you just wake up and decide, you know what? I don't feel like doing this Wi-Fi event that I signed up for two weeks ago. Meh. So there's nothing, like, lost there. It's it's like, I don't know. But this feels a lot more official. Yeah, it's like, the way I see it, all the online events right now, like, shout out to everyone that's hosting them, you know, yeah, exactly. keeping our community alive and stuff. But, like, yeah. they feel like online locals, especially if they happen on, like, a mm-hmm. weekly or a bi-weekly basis. It's kind of just, like, that consistent content, right? Which is, like... Um, if you're like solely just kept up through the Wi-Fi scene and you don't know too much about like the local Smash scene, um, obviously before all this COVID stuff, uh, you know, locals was that consistent content like MSM every Monday, you know, boom, 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 boom. There's just like locals that happen, you know, in your area on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. And that was like the consistent content. And then you go to these annual events, right? The annual events where it's like, oh shit, there's only one Genesis every year, right? And this is like, you know, really big legacy event. Like that's the hype part. And it's like, everybody shows up to Genesis or almost everybody shows up to uh, Genesis, right? So that's a super, super big deal. And I think like, you don't really get that with Wi-Fi events, you know what I mean? So you don't really get that uh that feeling of like the uh the legacy um events of like, you know, Smash Con, Evo, Genesis. These are all like super any of the 2GG sagas, right? These are all, you know, have the legacy to back them up and there's like even you know, there, there's going to be a lot of entries, so, like, the money's going to be decent, but it's not even the money that makes it hype. But the money's there, too, right? But, like, mm-hmm. these these events don't have, like, insane pop bonuses. usually just all community-driven. It's just the fact that all the top players, you know, because of the love of the game and support of the community, they all show up. So, like, in terms of PGR, it's huge. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it, you're playing for world ranking, essentially, which, like, adds even more to the hype right so there's all these external factors that are adding to the hype of the tournament and you don't really get that with these like weekly online events but yeah. i think the weekly online events is kind of like 
our locals kind of you know what i mean like it's a it's just our sense of like consistent content and kind of just seeing like different players on the grind right like stuff like yeah. that and and you get to see like like you ever like watch a major you you go to a major and you're like yo that last like samsor versus marset was crazy like let's mm-hmm. see how they developed five months down the road you know like and see like if they end up playing again like what's gonna happen then like that stuff like that is something that i really look forward to because once you get to that level there's only a handful of players you really have to prepare for like generally right, right. you're just gonna win against the majority of players it's like um, I'm, yeah I, i'm like did they like grind the matchup like did they did they study? Did they ask anybody for tips? Because people, little did y'all know, once you, again, once you get to this level, you start asking other people for tips. Like, you're just like, yo, do you know something about, like, this player? Like, or something, something, something? Because, like, it just helps. It just helps. It's so much easier. And, like, you could ask that about, like, lower-level players, but, like, you, you don't need it at that point. So a lot of people, like, ask each other for like tips and stuff and there's so much different like ways you can prepare like maybe they'll jump a little less than usual maybe they'll play from the specific range like and seeing those adaptations between like months and months of them not playing each other is so cool to me i'm just like dang dude okay so you know what i want to talk about it's like low-key kind of off topic but like kind of like the the offline environment in a tournament you know maybe not you know it takes a lot of money to travel to these big (laughs) tournaments and stuff right but um you know one thing i noticed when i was like grinding smash 4 super hard one of the things that you'll notice if you if it like it'll make you feel like you're kind of getting up there with like the top level players if someone asks you to warm up with your character so like like i remember there's a saga right i was just you know sitting down by a setup and then abba walked up to me he's like hey man uh can i grind with your fox and like i actually feel kind of bad for this because this is when i moved to socal right and i was like of course i'm gonna fucking play abba's mewtwo like he's the best mewtwo and like this was before wadi started popping off and stuff right so i was like uh dumb i'm down to play you and then like i played him right and it's like dude i was like going even i was like damn dude i'm playing like pretty good like this feels really good right i'm like man this is so cool that abba asked me to practice and then like abba was like thank you and then he went up on stream or like he he went to go to his tournament match and i saw that he's gonna play he went to go play eon and I was like, oh, shit, wait a minute. And then he beat Eon, and I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Like, you know, but like, it's like I felt bad, but at the same time, like, well, that was really good practice for me, right? Like, it's kind of like a it's like a give and take. It, like, those, I think those situations are, like, really, like, unique situations that you get in the offline environment where it's like yeah. your region pride comes in, but, like, you also have to think about your own personal gain, right? Like, if I'm a player that wants really good Mewtwo practice, of course I'm going to sit down and play with the best Mewtwo in the world at the time, yeah. right? Like, like, all, like that's just... And it's, like, kind of, like, how are you bouncing? And even Void came up to me after. He was like, how do you feel, Charles? I was like, dang, dude, I didn't know he was going to play Eon. He's like, yeah, Eon lost because of you. Like, proud <laughs> about that? I was just like, oh, come on, don't do this to me, man. Don't do this. But it's like it's like those like cool like kind of situations because there's even some people that refuse to play someone else like for yep. practice mm-hmm. um, if they have them in their pools or something right and that's like definitely something you kind of like have to respect or like it's like you know even Gavin has people like players slash like players that he practices with to practice for other players like yeah. if he wants to practice for Pikachu against like Esam he's not gonna play Esam he's gonna play like the other Pikachu's that aren't mm-hmm. like obviously Esam's the best Pikachu but you also gotta know the Pikachu's that 
like our second best, third best, all those other ones, right? That like are, are could be at the tournament. Like if you're at Shine and you got to practice for East Ham, you're gonna ask DM for yeah, practice, right? Because yeah, DM exactly. is is from New England and he's a Pikachu player, right? And he's like known as one of the top Pikachu's. So it's like knowing like the the Smash infrastructure and like who's like you know PR'd in what region, what characters they play. Like I always felt like that was like the cooler part about smash kind of like knowing all the little underground secrets right to like get an edge when you're traveling out to these tournaments i don't know i i i always thought that was like that was like one of my more favorite things about like the offline tournaments because at your local environment you're gonna know everyone there for the most yeah. part right but when you travel out knowing about like all the players in that region or just all that other stuff is just really cool to me all right what's up welcome back either on we're you. About, we were talking about uh we are talking about how, like, offline, yeah. when you go to events, like, there's, like, people who come up to you and you're like, yo, try to practice? I gotta play this person. And it's either, yeah, yeah, sure, I'm down. Or it's like, no, that's my homie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's so interesting, because sometimes you're like, dude, this would be some crazy practice. Like, I never get to play this person. Yeah. But then you're like, like, and it's weird because you have to like, kind of like, yo, do I do this? As Charles was saying earlier, like for my own personal gain, like for yeah. for me as a competitor, do I play this person knowing that they have to play this person next, right? Yeah. And honestly, yeah, like, like, like thinking about it now, before, before when I was younger, I would have been like, nah, this, what? Yeah, I get smoked by my boy. What the heck? Yeah. Now I'm like, no, like. If I'm a competitor, they're a competitor, you're a competitor, like they should be they should be in practice for it. And if they're not ready for it, then because it's not like I play the same as the person that you're about to play, right? It's also so like, like if you are not willing to play with someone at all times in that type of environment, it's like you have to question like what you view like what your view on competition really is at that point. Yeah. It's like you know, like, like it's, it's just, it, it becomes really questionable. And, like, that's, like, something, like, I had to learn, too, because, like, mm -hmm. you know, I had similar mindsets all the time, too, where I thought, like, like, oh, I don't need to practice for this matchup. Like, I'm, I'm ready already. And it's, like, eh. Like, yeah. You really have to question, like, what you view, like, improving and, like, competition really is if you're not willing to, like, play the game. Like, if you're like trying to hide something or if you're like yep. trying to like save someone else from winning or losing it's like like what do you what do you really view competition as if this is happening i think you really have to question yourself if you're having those issues i used to be that guy like especially when you know i was like living in hawaii i used to have that mentality of like man why do people hide tech you know like everyone should just like everyone should just share all the tech and we just improve together as like a big family and then i came to the real world then i went to apex 2015 and then and then i watched void get up throw up air from diddy and i was just like we didn't know about that <laughs> and that really pissed me off so whenever me and void would find tech me and Void would just hide it. Because me and Void used to, like, especially when we lived in Hawaii, we'd share tech all the time. We'd figure <laughs> out shit. We'd share it on the internet. Like, even, like, looking at, like, super old, like, GSM videos that of, like, tutorials about, like, how to beat Win Kong and shit like that. We would, like, share all that information. But now, nah. Nah. We ain't sharing shit. You don't share anything. And then you just hit someone. It's like, it's like you, you get, like, one free win. 
or you get like one free like i have a heavy advantage because like i'm gonna do something to you that you have no idea and you just gotta hold that shit and then they can figure it out later but it's like i don't know even like that kind of mentality it's like it's grimy but it's like it's like i feel like i was forced to do it just because everyone else was doing it i'm just like well i'm just clearly putting myself at a disadvantage if i don't do this i think like there's like maybe some sort of middle ground too it's like i think there's a difference between just like hiding things and having trump cards right um i don't know it's a lot of gray area yeah it's definitely a lot of gray area but like my my mindset like over the past year or two has always been just like like if i need this to succeed or something it's like like I, that's where i start to question like like what's the point the anymore yeah right. it's like if i'm if i'm not ready to like for like multiple types of outcomes and like was i ready at all right i think relying on it like long term wise is bad like you never yeah, want exactly. to like the only way i can beat players is if i cheese and gimmick them with like this tech they've never seen yeah um that's for sure it's like, like it's like the fucking like going like using a matchup that you like think they don't know purposely and yep. like but but doing that like all the time it's like okay like you're gonna it's it, it'll help you to an extent but but like imagine how frustrating it is like me and void's pov at apex 2015 yeah exactly like, a ton of resources traveling there and like even preparing for all the players in his bracket studying them intensively and then like even though you looked at every single vod of the players that he's fighting against it's just like oh like like we know that they hid hid that on purpose like we yeah. just know because like i literally have watched every single ep like video yep. of like every single opponent in Boyd's bracket like we studied everything right and then it's just like wow we traveled like from hawaii to the east coast spent Ooh. all this money and like to, to literally get up through upward and like yeah. i just have to like watch that happen and it's like we it was even to the point where it's like oh yeah counter pick diddy to halberd because it has a low ceiling because he uh, doesn't have any uh, aerial setups to kill with up air like obviously he has down tilt up air but like we're gonna rely on you hitting forward tilt up air more and then it's just like oh 30 percent grab bam dead and it's just like wow I flew all the way out here to watch that happen. Like, and it's just like, <laughs> and, and, you know what I mean? And it's just like, there, there's a timeline that that was like Void's one and only shot. And like, to, to go out like that would really fucking suck. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it, obviously, like, Void got chances after that. And like, long term wise, he was fine. Right. But like, I, there was a lot of Bayotech that me and Void hid from Smash 4. Like, it was just like, if Bayos know how to do this, it's the, the character's even more broken. Like, we're not doing this. And, like, Void <laughs> refuses to play Bayos, so we're not doing it. Y'all think we ain't know? Yeah, you guys didn't. You didn't do it. You didn't, no one shield dropped down here. That was broken. Everybody that was game breaking. Everybody knew Nobody well, I, I don't know about it. I don't know, I don't know if everybody knew about it. But... Fox could not up air Bayo on the show. There's definitely a difference if, between knowing and not doing it. Yeah. Right. Well, they didn't like they didn't do it, and yeah. we didn't tell them to do it. Like, fought, like imagine Bale punishing Fox doing a short hop up air on shield in Smash Four, and Bale shield drop down airs it and kills him because you get the grounded hitbox on the platform. Yeah. And I'm already I already have to respect which time. So Bale's better at platform. Was broken about shield drop down air. It was so like you know how... it was like frame one. Yeah. So like in it's in this game too it's like the delay and then she falls down you just got the landing hitbox immediately you could also do it out of, you also could do it out of hit stun yeah if you're close enough to the ground yeah like hit you and you get an instant down air yes yeah. i don't know why that was a thing but yeah it was a good right so it's like 
And it was a lot stronger last game, like significantly. It stronger. was like at eighty. Diet it was 90. like very, very questionably powerful. <laughs> like the grounded hits. Like there's like no the way they intended this powerful. Actually, the down air hits. The down air itself. Was like every, everything was strong about it. It was killing you at zero at yeah. like stage level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. It's like, such a cool when, move, dude. That move is so cool. It is very cool. Whenever like, Smash for Veo just gets me so pissed. Whenever I'm so like, angry. I don't get pissed. Character, I just I just be like, dude, I really lost on this. <laughs> That's crazy. Like what? Eh, I mean look at Cloud's move. People lost with Cloud. <laughs> I lost with both. <laughs> <laughs> and Donkey Kong. No, Donkey Kong definitely. Ah, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was like, like not that level. Of no, I meant like the combination. Oh right, yeah. Talks about Smash Four makes it every every person that talks about the prior game either makes it seem really, really, really good or really, really, really bad. That's very rarely a middle ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, people used to talk about Brawl like, bro, that game was terrible. Tripping sucked. Meta Knight and Ice Climbers being those characters suck. Alright, let me change that. I actually loved Meta Knight and Brawl, but every other character sucked, and I just wanted every other character to be as good as Meta Knight, because Meta Knight was the most fun character in the game, even though I didn't play him. But, yeah, like, yeah. if everybody was as good as Meta Knight, I'd be like, this game, nice. I think... I think the more fair thing to say is, like, the game didn't age well. I, I feel like it's really unfair to just be like, yeah, that game was trash. And it's like, of course you're saying that now because you've played, like, newer versions of the game. Like, you played Smash 4, there's quality of life changes. You played Ultimate, there's quality of life changes, right? Like, there's so many, like, I think the fair thing to say is, like, that game did not age well. But, like, I remember playing Brawl back then, and, like, that was, like, the most precious game in my life. I, like, spent so much time playing that game. I... I probably spent more time playing Brawl than I did Smash 4 and Ultimate combined. Like, I can honestly say that. I can honestly say that. Obviously, it was a different time in my life. I was a high schooler. No responsibilities. Video games. That yeah. was it. But, like, but yeah. Like, you know what character was really annoying, dude? Yeah, actually. I, I, I would agree with that. You know what character was annoying? What? Brawl. What game? Brawl all of Mark. I knew you were going to say that. I, I don't know why. I dude, that. I did not. I did not have fun. Ever. Nobody actually no, there was one player in Hawaii that played Olimar, but like it just our levels of campness were nothing compared to like Tri State. So like I just every like my brawl experience comparatively to other people that especially that lived in Tri State, I'm like, man, I had so much fun in Brawl. Like we just ran at each other and we hit each other. It was super fun. We're calling I mean, each other. I didn't I didn't play offline. I was playing against Wi Fi Olimar. Oh, see, that's even worse. <laughs> oh, and Brawl Wi Fi? That joint was, was so bad. I was oh I was playing God. a different game than y'all. Yeah. I was playing against <laughs> Olimar, Rob, Bennett Knight, <laughs> Snake, oh Ike. Ike's jab was nice in that game. Yeah, people would just like try to smash tack you. Yeah. Like the chain drabs. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, raw attack, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, Brawl had some dumb shit like chain grabbing and planking and all that other dumb shit, but like, there was tech in that game, and it felt so satisfying when you, like, landed the tech or, like, executed everything. Like, it was just, you could do so much cool shit. Like, the fucking pit arrow, like, looping around shit. Like, there was just so much cool shit in that game. 
That's just. All right, I, act, I should just tell the stream. I dropped a quarter. I'm going to tell I'm actually, like, I, I, like, decided that before we even went live, I'm going to do the world tour thing. Oh, oh snap. We got announcements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm going to got... compete in the Ooh. world tour thing. Everyone that wanted to see Tweak compete in Wi-Fi tournaments. Are you guys fucking happy? For so long. Are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> he is confirmed competing. Let's fucking go. Let's fuck. I know Gimmer's smiling right now. <laughs> Put it on the thumbnail. Put his name in the title right now. So no, it's 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 been a while. It has been a while. I'm I'm super excited. Are it's you like, really gonna use Diddy Kong? Hell fucking yeah! yeah. What the hell? Well, yeah, that's like his Wi-Fi character. Well, that's his like character, and it's his Wi-Fi. <laughs> you you about to see these dash attacks? <laughs> the slaps. Dash attack is so good. It's so. But I just turn my brain off sometimes and just start spinning, bro. It's so it's so hyped that it's a combo starter in this game. The fact yeah. that you combo off of it is so sick. At every percent ever. Ah, uh, sick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like frame fast too. <laughs> I forget what frame it is, but it's like fast. It's like six, five, no, six, six. Yeah, I think it's six, six or seven. I think it's seven. Yeah. Six, yeah, eh, six or seven, one of the two. But so we were talking earlier about like what makes tournaments like kind of hype, I guess. Um, and then you know, with all these Wi-Fi events, they do, obviously one of the big things it it doesn't have the same feel for, uh, you know, some of these big legacy events. Obviously, not all the top players attend them. Um, and like not, it's just I feel like the Smash Tour is just gonna feel more hype because their structure, right? Where it's just like, okay, this event leads into this event which like you're you're like playing for like a bigger purpose because like all these other big events like when you really break it down when you strip away the legacy when you strip like it's just another tournament right but the thing that makes it hype is it's all going into the pgr right it's like okay like boom this super big event this super big event like dang i did not so great there but i can still redeem myself here and like blah blah blah, blah and like it all like comes together to make this one big greater purpose thing of the rankings right um i think the smash tour is definitely going to be really hype because we're going to have somewhat of that structure again where it's like okay this leads into this which leads into this which uh, all together boom 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 and then the grand finale kind of deal so um i definitely think it's gonna be really fun to either just compete in it or just watch other people compete in it because it really feels like all these other events that are happening just kind of like feel like locals which isn't a bad thing it's like consistent content right but it's just it doesn't have like that greater purpose yeah kind of feel to 